Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the 4-0 Sports Podcast. Today's going to be a shorter episode, just a slight pregame of uh, week 17's games. Alright, first game we have Miami at Buffalo. Buffalo has been booming these past few weeks. Uh, I don't really see them losing, even though Miami's kind of hungry for a playoff spot. I think Buffalo's going to win because Josh Allen's just dominating recently. Yeah, I got Buffalo going to close one against Miami. I think the Miami Dolphins are going to compete because, like you said, they're hungry for a playoff spot. But Josh Allen has been beating everybody, and he's been beating everybody by sizable margins except for the three teams they lost to. But, um, yeah. yeah, I got the Bills in a close one over the Dolphins, but I honestly think that this one is – could go either way. It just depends on who wants it more. Because I think they're pretty equal teams, honestly. Yeah, it, I mean, Dolphins show out once in a while. I mean, they're they're on and off. But I think if they show out, they can definitely make a run at it. Yep. Next game, we got Baltimore and Cincinnati. Uh, Baltimore's hunting for a playoff spot, even though Cincinnati's coming off a, few win- a couple wins. Uh, I just... I don't think they'll choke this game. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, prior years, like three years ago in 2017, I think it was, uh, we did choke a playoff berth to the Bengals in week 17. It was a horrible week. but uh, was That that was pre-Lamar, right? Yeah, that was. I think that was might have been the last year with Joe Flacco as the main starter, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it was a horrible – uh, sight to see, but uh, I got the Ravens handling the Bengals because they have a really good run game, and if that works well, then the passing game opens up, and I don't think the Bengals can really defend both. So I got the Ravens. Yeah. Their defense has been pretty slacking recently. Actually, all season. I don't even know what I'm saying. All right, next, we got Pittsburgh at Cleveland. In a game where everyone's playing, I'd most likely take Pittsburgh, but they got Matt or Mason Rudolph in. Uh, Cleveland's trying for a playoff spot. They're starting everyone that they always do. So I think they'll crush them, actually. Um, I think I'm going to take Pittsburgh in this game because the Browns do not have Denzel Ward, and they got a bunch of guys on COVID reserve still on their team. And they still don't – I still don't think that their wide receiver core is fully back yet, and I think that they're missing – their best corner in Denzel Ward. I think they're missing like another corner. I don't know everybody that's out for them, but I mean, if Mason Rudolph can have like a semi good game, because the Browns' passing defense is not that good, even with Denzel Ward in there. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's gonna be cl- a close game, and I think I'm gonna have the Steelers edging out the Browns. If they if they didn't beat the Colts, though, I probably would have taken the Browns in this one. Do you think there's a chance that Mason Rudolph could shred Cleveland's defense? I think there's a slight chance because it happened last year, but of course it was a different Cleveland team. Yeah. But, uh, I I think a lot of people think thought that Mason Rudolph was a bad quarterback. I mean, he's not, like, good, but, like, he's borderline serviceable, and I think if he if he plays – above average, then I think they'll get a win because the defense is going to do what the defense does, hopefully, and stop Nick Chubb. If they stop the Browns' running game, that's what they win. Yeah, if they, stop, if they stop Nick Chubb, I definitely would have Pittsburgh in. But, yeah. It's going to be a good game, though. Yeah, if Cleveland ends up losing, then they didn't deserve the playoff spot to begin with, so. <laughs> and they just lost to the Jets. That'd be horrible back-to-back. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to play more hungry or not because they lost to the Jets because the same thing happened to the Rams and they got manhandled by the Seahawks. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, next game, Minnesota at Detroit. Detroit has, like, no coaching staff right now. Everyone's gone. That's why they got blown out of the water last week against Tampa Bay. I, I They're just, like, a defeated team. They're lacking leadership. Only one there is Matt Stafford, I don't think. He can do much. I mean, he can do something, but he's not going to help the whole team out. It's kind of like a J.J. Watt in Houston kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, I got Minnesota as, like, a decent win. Not a yeah, huge game. Yeah, me too. 
Um, it's kind of weird how Detroit has had five wins. I think Detroit, if they get a good coaching staff and all that, could be a good team if they just get like some pieces and maybe move on from Stafford. I think it's time to move on from Stafford, which is sad. But uh, I still have Minnesota in this because Detroit's secondary sucks, and I think Justin Jefferson and Thielen are going to have a field day against the Lions and are just going to torch the Lions' defense. Most likely, yeah. Next is... Uh, New York Jets at New England. Uh, not a very good matchup. Not something I want to watch, but I I have New England. Even though Cam Newton is ishing the bed every every season he plays. He's pretty ugly. I don't understand why people keep picking him up. He's dog water. I mean, to be fair... The, the Patriots have big shoes to fill. Like you're replacing the greatest quarterback of all time with Cam Newton. So yeah, but uh, um, I also have the Patriots in this game against the Jets. Now, hopefully for the third time this week, the Jets don't pull out a win. Um, yeah. The predictions, but the Jets have not won a road game in Foxborough since week 11 of 2008 so i'm i'm hoping that the patriots Crikey. can uh can play decent like they did in the beginning of the season and the jets will just keep on jetting well mm-hmm. I think i'll probably win <laughs> <laughs> all right next game could be a throw up um dallas at new york giants they're both fighting for the NFC East title. Mm. Um, I got Dallas, though. They've been playing really well recently, even without Dak. These past couple games, they've been, they've been fighting a lot harder, and they're not like a defeated team. Uh, yeah, they've been playing a lot better, and I got Dallas. Yeah, I'm going to take Dallas in this game, too. Whenever I've picked against Dallas, I said that the Niners were going to run all over them, and I said Jalen Hurts is going to torch their defense, and none of this happened. Um, so I'm gonna go with the Cowboys in this one, just because the Giants I think are just defeated because they they were on top of the NFC East, and then I think they've fallen to third, and I think Cowboy the Cowboys are just more hungry for a playoff spot than the Giants are, and also Dallas has won seven straight games against the Giants, mm. so I think they're gonna get their eighth straight with a win. Yeah, me too. Next is Atlanta at Tampa Bay. This time I have Tampa Bay in a blowout instead of a comeback win. I think they've got them figured out, and it's going to be another beatdown for the second week in a row for Tampa Bay. Yeah. um, This game's going to be kind of hard to predict. Not really, but, like, is Atlanta going to have a lead and then blow it again, or are they going to lose in proper fashion this week? Um, Yeah. You know, I'd love to pick Atlanta, but I think I don't think Julio Jones is playing this week, so that's a big loss for them. But Tampa Bay's just been playing great; like they are starting to click and get hot at the right time. And I, I think that um, twenty nine points per game uh, for the Buccaneers is going to be too much for the Falcons to handle, which is a franchise record for the Buccaneers, by the way. Yeah, I mean, this is the first time they're actually. A solid lineup roster. Next is New Orleans at Carolina. Breeze, Bridgewater. They were together in New Orleans last year. Have a little friendly meetup. Uh, I mean, Carolina's also a terrible team this year. Without McCaffrey, they'd have a couple more wins with McCaffrey, but they're still terrible. I mean, I don't think Bridgewater's the answer. I think he's this, he's too conservative. Like, okay, so he doesn't take enough shots. Like, he plays, like, a mellowed-out quarterback. Like, they're in the game all the time, but they're always down. And their defense can't hold up. So when he keeps playing mellowed out, they're not scoring. Their defense keeps getting destroyed. And then they just keep losing and losing by more as the game goes on. And then they just lose by a bunch. So I think if he takes more shots, I mean, they could do better. But I, I don't think he's the answer for them. Yeah, I, I think Teddy Bridgewater is like a short-term solution for them. Um, 
but the Saints don't have Camaro. It's not really going to make much of a difference. Um, but uh, I'm thinking about what I'm going to say. Their defense is also full of rookies. Carolina's defense is also full of rookies, so I think their defense could be on the rise soon. But that uh, is true. Their defensive line is like really powerful for a bunch of rookies. I saw that against the Green Bay. Yeah, and I, I think in every single round they picked somebody on defense in the draft this past year, which is crazy. Um, sounds like the fantasy draft that we're going to do in our Madden league. Yeah. <laughs> um, I need it. Yeah, I need it too. But uh, New Orleans has been rolling recently. They've had, they've looked like a good football team, and I think they're going to keep rolling against the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think New Orleans needs this easy schedule to help out Drew Brees in his recovery, his ribs, rib fractures. So that's good for him. Mm-hmm. Next game, Jacksonville at Indianapolis. Indy's trying to pull up a playoff spot. I mean, someone else has got to lose, too. They're still trying to pull it off, so they're going to need a win to get in. Uh, while Jacksonville's tanking for Trevor Lawrence, so I just think it's an easy Indianapolis W. Um. Well, you see that one... In their record, Maddie. What? You see the one in Jacksonville's record? Their one win? That was week one, right? Yeah. You know who that was against? But, yes, but... The dang Colts. But, but I, I think no. the Colts have gotten better throughout the year, and I don't think that Jacksonville's going to try to win, so... I'm not taking the Jaguars either. I was just making a little remark towards yeah. that in the record, but I got I got the Colts getting a nice little win against the Jags. And uh, it'd be a meme if they lost to the Jaguars again because the Jaguars would be the Colts kryptonite. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we both got Indy. All right. Next is, next is Tennessee at Houston. Tennessee's <laughs> looking to bounce back after their embarrassing loss at Green Bay. I mean, it's also Houston with a horrible defense that Trubisky torched a couple weeks ago. I don't think – I think it's a blowout again. Um, I don't know. Like, I think it's going to be a lot closer. Like, when they played early in the season, it went to overtime. And uh, Deshaun Watson worked his magic. But, of course, that was with Kenny Stills and uh, what's-his-face. Will Fuller. Um. Yeah, I think the Titans are gonna win by two scores. It'll be hilarious if the Texans beat the Titans, but uh, I don't really think this does anything for the Titans if they lose. I think they're in the playoffs already, but I'm not sure. But yeah, I got the I got the Titans. All right. Um. Actually, okay. So if the Titans lose somehow and the Colts win. And the Colts would win the division. Yeah. So that'd be that'd be weird. It'd be crazy. But um so it looks like they're gonna need to win, but I think they're still gonna pull it off. Yeah, I think the Titans got this win pretty much in the bag. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Uh next is Los Angeles Chargers at Kansas City. Uh I mean Kansas City's really good at keeping Keeping the game close against bad teams, I got a feeling it's probably gonna happen again. But I can't say he's gonna edge them, of course, because they're better. Justin Herbert might have a good game. We'll see. I don't know how he's gonna do against Kansas City's defense. He hasn't he hasn't faced a powerhouse defense like that yet. And Herbert hasn't. Herbert. I think he in his debut he played Kansas City. Did he? And they took him to overtime. Well, there it is. So he can't compete. All right. Oh, I do remember that game. I do remember that game. Okay, yes. That game was crazy. Um, I'm. It's a hard decision. You could definitely take an upset in this game because Mahomes isn't playing. Tyreek Hill's not playing. And I don't know if Kelsey's playing or not yet. I'm pretty sure he is, but he might not. Who was um, in for Mahomes so I can look over this again? It was – I forget who it was. It Did was random dude. Is it Matt Moore? No, it's not Matt Moore. I think they cut Matt Moore, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take an upset. I'm going to take an upset for the Chargers. 
Um, is it Chad Henney? Yeah, Chad Henney. It's Chad Henney. <laughs> he looks old. I think I remember him from a long time ago. But yes, uh, now that I know this, now that I know this, I was not aware of this. I'm going to take Los Angeles because Herbert's still playing. Take the Chargers in an upset against the Chiefs. Yes, I so. agree. And also, Le'Veon Bell is questionable with a knee injury, and Clyde edwards is out with an ankle injury. So I don't really think they really have anything here. Yeah. All right. Next, we have out with an hamstring injury, and Sammy Watkins out with a calf injury. He's that guy's always injured. Sammy Watkins is always injured. He comes around every every once in a while, but yeah, this is like one good game every four years. They're not still hurt by the next, by the time the playoffs come around. Jeez, they're a beaten down team right now. Yeah, if Tyreek Hill is out, that's going to limit Mahomes in the playoffs a lot. But I think he'll still try to play through a hamstring injury. I've seen Sammy Watkins get some receptions this year, so hopefully, see how he turns out. Yeah. All right. All right, next game is Las Vegas at Denver. I'm actually taking a blowout. I got Las Vegas over Denver and a blowout. Las Vegas just lost a really close game against Miami. I uh, bet they're hungry after that. Last game of the season, I bet they want to get a good win to finish it off after a hard loss. And, yeah, I got a big W for Las Vegas. I got Las Vegas as well. Drew Locke has not looked like the answer, except in the Carolina game for me. Um yeah. I think that the Denver defense is just very like their entire team is just injured to all hell. Mm. And, uh, I think Waller's gonna have a big day. I think Josh Jacobs is gonna have a big day, and I think Derek Carr is gonna do his thing. Um, and it was crazy. I remember early in the season, people were saying the Raiders were contenders. I think they were like seven and five or seven and six or something. And they lost like three straight, which is crazy. How they like they were projected to easily get in the playoffs, and then they just they choked. But yeah, they lost I, a lot of those games. I have the Raiders in this one. Yeah. Next game, Arizona at Los Angeles Rams. This is a big one for the playoffs mm-hmm. for the Rams, actually. Actually, for both. Um, but I do have the Rams here. Both need this win. Uh, I see the Rams pulling it off with their defense, though. Mm, I agree. I had the Rams as well. Because um, the Arizona offense is really all they have. Hopkins, Murray, they're really relying on that. They've been relying on that. And I think the I think the Los Angeles D can knock it down. Yeah. Um the first time they played Jalen Ramsey, I mean he gave D up a touchdown, but I I think he locked up D up. Mm-hmm. That's what Ramsey does. Um yep. and the Cardinals lost against a Niners defense that w- had like nobody in it, nobody that was, yeah. injured. and they lost to a third string. Yeah, they lost to a third string quarterback. Yeah, he put up three TDs on them. Um, I mean, Jerry Goff hasn't been doing well recently, but I think he can do something against that kind of defense. He's not playing this week. He's out too. Yeah, it's, he has his thumb, his thumb. thumb, and Cooper Cup. But yeah. I, I think any, if a third string can do it, I guess the second string can too. Yeah. All right, next I got Seattle at San Francisco. Seattle's still trying for a good placing. They're already in playoffs, but they're trying for a good placing. I think they'll breeze through this game with a W. Yeah, uh, Seahawks have already locked, locked up the division. So, yep. uh, I mean, the Niners are just a defeated team, even though they beat. Arizona, I still think that the Seahawks are going to win pretty greatly against the Niners, in my opinion. Yeah, I think we both agree on that. All right, next, uh, Green Bay at Chicago. I think A-Rod's going to try to make his last final leap for the MVP race. Uh, I think I got a sizable W for Green Bay, because I think uh, these past few games, Mr. Whiskey's been on his high horse. After beating these bad teams like Houston, which I mentioned earlier, I just I think he's going to get the work. Yeah, um, I think I think it's going to be a Packers win. Uh, 
Green Bay's 5-0 and all-time against Chicago in Week 17, and I do think that Rodgers is going to try to lock up the MVP race, even if they were to somehow lose to Mitch Trubisky in this game, which I think is very unlikely. Um, mm-hmm. I think he still deserves the MVP because uh, Patrick Mahomes lost to the Raiders and I think every quarter, I think there's always one game in the season that's like a trap game, and that like one team loses to a bad team. Mm-hmm. Like they had the Ravens with the Patriots, you had the Steelers with the Bengals, you had the, you had the Packers with the Vikings, Packers with the Vikings, Colts with the, I don't know who they lost to, but it was with somebody. Jaguars? Yeah, and the Rams with the Jets. Brown yeah, the there's so many like no. crazy upsets. I mean, it's going to happen. The trap game. Mm. Last one for Sunday night. We have Washington football team at Philadelphia Eagles. I think Washington's going to want it more. I mean, mm. Philly's out of the playoff contention after last week's loss. I, I think it's going to be a close W for Washington. I don't see a blowout coming here. But if Alex Smith, Alex Smith's questionable with a uh, leg injury. I think if he plays, it's a definite W though. Yeah, um, I think the Eagles should just throw up the white flag and just take their draft position because right now in a lot of mock drafts, I'm seeing that they're going to take, I think, Jamar Chase is who they're projected to pick up. And is I think he's going really happy. Is he coming at, he's coming out of Alabama, right? Yeah. Okay, Alabama. I, I don't know. Uh, no, it's it's Devonta Swift who's coming out of Alabama, and it's Jamar Chase who's coming out of LSU, I think. Yeah, yeah. He he was actually up for Heisman. I mean, he was like fifth on the runner-up, but he was he's done really good this year. Yeah, and then both of the receivers ball out, and I know that makes Dylan happy. He wants the Eagles to lose in this game because he wants the football team to get in. I, I think, but I got the football team. And the Eagles need a better wide receiver course. So that'd be what Eagles need better. Anything they need to, they need to turn injuries off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, that's that's it for our game predictions. Now I just want to do a little bit of a brief coverage on these uh, these games coming up week 17 to determine the playoff spot. For AFC, I see the Colts sliding in. I see them beating Jacksonville. And I see my – because I, I see Miami losing to Buffalo. They're playing Buffalo, right? Yes. I see Miami losing to Buffalo. So I see the five is Baltimore, the six is Cleveland, and the seven is Indy. Mm-hmm. What you got? Um, you know, I think Cleveland's gonna lose, and if the Do- even if the Dolphins lose and everybody else wins, if- I think if Cleveland loses, they're out of it. Let I believe they'll show. Let me make sure I'm right here. I just I can't see Cleveland beating Pittsburgh, even though, like, Mason Rudolph's out in there. Um, I think that the Colts are going to get the seventh. No, I don't know how the seeding works, but I think the Colts are going to get the seventh seed, Dolphins are going to get the sixth seed, and the Ravens are going to get the five seed um, because I don't see the Browns. The Browns are the odd man out in, in this situation, in my opinion, so I just don't see them making the playoffs. Unfortunately, so the drought. You see Miami beating Buffalo is what I'm hearing. Mm-mm. Even if Miami loses to Buffalo, they can still get in the playoffs. If Cleveland loses, if Cleveland loses, I think they're done. If yeah, but well, I, I think they're gonna win. So yeah, we're both yeah. So for the NFC, for the NFC, I see Bears losing to Green Bay Week 17. So Arizona and the Rams. Are sliding in to six and seven either way. So I guess the winner, in my opinion, so I guess the winner of that game is going to be six, losers going to be seven. But I see Bears out of it after Green Bay wins, and then Arizona and Los Angeles slide into six and seven. And however that game turns out is going to be the seeding. All right. So yeah, Cardinals are winning in, but if the Bears win. I think the Bears get in. I think that's how that works. I just yeah. don't I uh, okay, so, see so, Arizona making beating the Rams. Although so the, ba- the, the Bears the Rams and the Bears win, then Los Angeles is out of it, and it's Arizona and then it's Arizona Chicago. Yeah, but, but, 
But if Arizona loses, the Rams get the sixth seed, and Either the Bears way, yes. get the seventh seed. Even if the Bears lose, yes, because the Cardinals don't control their own destiny. Indeed. Okay, good stuff. All right, now we're going to go on to our last part. We're explaining our MVP for each team in the NFL. We're going to go from 32 to 1 in rank and explain our best player from each team. So number 32 for the Jacksonville Jaguars, I have DJ Chark. I, he's a great wide receiver. I have, I have my Madden franchise. He's a quick dude, good hands, great player. I mean, I don't think he really deserves to be in Jacksonville, but hopefully if they get Trevor Lawrence or when they get Trevor Lawrence, then uh, they could be a good duo and help build that team, build that franchise up. Yeah, for the – so am I just saying the Jags too? Yes. Okay. For the Jags, I have – I have uh, – I'm going to take Miles Jack. Um, he's the last guy from their AFC championship core, and – no, I'm not taking James Robinson. I forgot about James Robinson. That guy has over 1,000 yards getting in the Pro Bowl. And I think he has a really bright future in the league, especially with the fact that he came in the draft or in the league undrafted, which is That was crazy. a close second for me because he was a Pro Bowl snub. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I forgot he wasn't in the Pro Bowl. My bad. Yeah, but he was definitely a Pro Bowl snub. He deserves to be in. Mm-hmm. All right, you got your Jess guy. You can go. Um, wait, what do you say? Who's your MVP for the New York Jets? My MVP for the New York Jets is Jamison Crowder. Um, Jamison Crowder is just a a beast. Um, I think he's a very underrated wide receiver, and I think that he deserves a lot more recognition. And I think he needs to get traded to a winning team so that he he can really blossom into a star because he's severely underrated and he won the Browns game he had a great game in week 16 he's on my fantasy team he puts up 15 16 plus every week he's a great player I like him a lot Mm -hmm. what's the next team next team we got Atlanta Falcons at 30 my my best my MVP for them this season is Calvin Ridley he also was snubbed, or was he? No, he made it. Oh yeah, no, no, he was snubbed. He was snubbed. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, he was snubbed. He's, he's. I believe he's first in twenty plus yard receptions, and how and like how many of them there are. But yeah, he's he's a solid receiver. I I got much to say about him. I just know he's a solid receiver for a not very good team. I also have uh, Calvin Ridley. Honestly, this year. And I think for years to come, while Julio's, I think Julio's going to have a slight decline next year. I think Calvin is going to take over as the wide receiver one for their team because he's having a breakout season this year. And the Falcons found another stud receiver. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think Julio's going to get treated. Yeah, hopefully he goes to Baltimore. Honestly, I, I hope that happens. That'd be, that'd be my dream. I would. I think I'd feel like I'm dreaming if that happened. But, uh, yeah, Calvin really is my MVP for the Falcons as well. My MVP for the Texans, I think everyone knows, is Deshaun Watson. Yeah. He's, an, he's, a, he's a really good quarterback. He's very athletic. He's a good arm. He's, he can move around. I mean, he's been, putting, he's been putting up numbers since he came to the NFL, and he just hasn't had a really good team to back him up and get a bunch of wins. I mean, they're 4-11. and 11. He's playing good. I just – I believe he made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he's always he's always consistent. I have nothing bad to say about him. Yeah, I agree with you. Deshaun Watson has some type of magic in him. And he can full out carry the Texans. Yeah. Too close game. If it wasn't for Bill O'Brien being Bill O'Brien. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, bad coach. Yeah, can you imagine Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins on the same team? Like, uh, that'd be awesome. But, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? I forgot. Deshaun Watson. God, I couldn't think of his name. Um, I think he's just a stud. And I think a lot of people hate on him for some reason. Like, I've seen a lot of hate towards him. 
but like he works with basically nothing and makes the most he can out of it. Yeah. I mean, put up four wins with it. It's good enough. (laughs) Him and JJ Watt are really just holding that thing together somehow. Maybe Will Fuller, but I don't know. Yeah, but he took roids, so. 28 Eagles. My my MVP for their season this year is Brandon Graham. He made his first Pro Bowl. I believe he's low 30s. He made his first Pro Bowl in, in all the seasons in the league. Solid year for him. I am happy for him. And, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking Brandon Brooks, too. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Brandon Brooks with for the same reasons that you said. He's just a stud. He gives the Eagles a boost um, on the field when he's on the field. And uh, it's just a key contributor even when there's nobody contributing because they're all injured. And Brandon Brooks is just a stud. That's all I, that's all I can say about him. He's a stud. Yeah, I was – I don't think anyone could put Fletcher Cox as their MVP because he's just always hurt. Yeah, although like, he's healthy, he's really good. But you could, I think, you could pick between Fletcher Cox, Brandon Brooks, and uh, Miles Sanders. All right, my my MVP for the Bengals is Giovanni Bernard. He he came in a little later. He he's a quick dude. He's putting up numbers for the time he's been in, and I believe he can grow and be something really good. I mean, Giovanni Bernard's like 30. Yeah, but he hasn't really gotten a chance in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's really blossoming right now. Hopefully he can keep it going for the time he's left. Yeah, I don't know who I want to say is the MVP. I could easily say Joe Mixon because in the games he played, he played really good. I could say Giovanni Bernard. I could also say Joe Burrow. I could also say T. Higgins. I would say Joe Burrow if he was not hurt. Like I didn't see his full potential full season, so I couldn't really... I was, I was on the verge, but I didn't. I'm probably going to go with uh, Giovanni Bernard or Joe Mixon. I'm going to go with Bernard because Bernard's played more of the season this year. But if yeah. Mixon played and wasn't hurt for like eight weeks. Yeah, he, he's Mixon so good. Um, he's a stud. And yeah. I just think Bernard's just – he's underrated. He's extremely underrated. Criminally underrated. Mm-hmm. Throughout his entire career. Are you guys for Carolina? For Carolina? Hmm. Oh, Mike Davis or Christian McCaffrey. I'm not going to say McCaffrey because in the three games that he played this year. Mm-hmm, yeah. or I think he played like – he might have played like five games this year. I don't know how many he played exactly. But for the games that he played, he allowed them to be in the game, especially the game where he played against the Chiefs. Like if it wasn't for McCaffrey, it would have been – a blowout by like 20, but instead they lost by two. And if it wasn't for McCaffrey or Mike Davis, Mike Davis had a pretty good year this year too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like that team runs through McCaffrey and uh, the, the season it shows that if they don't have McCaffrey, then they are still horrible, but they're worse. Yeah. Um, my MVP. I mean, he's not putting up huge numbers. He's doing well, though, for a 23-year-old. Is DJ Moore. He's putting up numbers for... I don't know if he's a rookie. I don't believe he is. No, he's not. But he's a young guy. He's 23. I believe he can build off this... Not a huge success, but he's doing well. He's not playing like a noob, so he's chilling. And um, uh, he's my MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Next, Giants. Uh, for the Giants? I could really say Saquon, but Saquon, before he got injured, really wasn't playing that great. Yeah, he's um, playing a mediocre. I could say Darius Slayton, but Slayton has been doing like, eh. I'm going to go with James Bradbury. I think that's his name. Lockdown corner. Um, gives it all every play. And I remember people were hyping up the DK Metcalf stiff arm 
but while he was while he stiff armed Bradbury, Bradbury literally tackled him during the stiff arm. So that just shows the amount of heart that he has. He gives it all every play. He's a great player for the Giants. My, I have two. I believe I want to put one over the other. Though my first one is Evan Ingram. I believe he shouldn't have been in the Pro Bowl. One touchdown until the Pro Bowl voting ended. Uh, he's not my MVP though. My MVP is Wayne Gallman. He's playing really well this year. He's putting up numbers every every week. He's he's helping out Colt McCoy and Daniel Jones because they're not having good years at all. So he's helping that team. Yeah. All right. Next, we have. Uh, Next, we have the, the Detroit Lions. Um, it's tough. I can, only, I can only say Stafford, really. I mean, yeah, I have to go with Stafford too on this one. I don't even really want, to, want to elaborate on this. I mean, it's just Stafford. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's like, beating anyone. It's just like him. I think he's really underrated too. I think he gets a lot more hate. A lot of people blame him for the problems in Detroit, but I think it's just the management and the coaching. I think he's Los Angeles. Rams, not Chargers. Yeah. Wait, Chargers. Next? No, uh, next is the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah, the Broncos? Hmm. I mean, I might have had Jerry Judy, but he had like five drops last week, so I can't put him in there. That was a pretty bad performance. I don't know, man. Like, there's like no one. Uh,. Maybe Melvin Gordon or Philip Lindsay, maybe. That's all I can really think about because Locke didn't have a good year. Quentin Sutton was having a really good year until he tore his ACL. Um, so I'm probably going to go with Philip Lindsay and or Melvin Gordon, two MVPs. They can split it. But uh, they both they both have played really decently. I still think Melvin, Gor- Melvin Gordon uh, shouldn't have held out for a contract because not only did he get paid less, but... His performance is not like he's done good, but like for the money that he's worth, he's still overpaid in my opinion. And uh, like those, uh, those are the only bright spots on that Broncos team, in my opinion. Or maybe no, maybe Noah Fant too. Noah Fant's a pretty good tight end in the league. That is mine. He's not, hasn't had any like 100 plus yard game games, but I mean he, he's doing his job. He's three touchdowns in the year. He's not doing crazy good, but he's doing what he needs to do to try and help that team out. But, yeah. Next is the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I got Fred Warner or George Kittle. No, Fred Warner or George Kittle. I think we am going to go with George Kittle. Because mm-hmm. when George Kittle has been on that field, he has balled out and played amazing. Yeah, for winning those, yeah. Through all the stuff that they've gone through, um, Kill hasn't even played, but if you're going to say, oh, well, Kill hasn't played enough this year, I'd go with Fred Warner. Fred Warner gives it all. He's extremely, extremely underrated. I don't even, I mean, he might not be underrated, but he's just a, he's a great player. He gives it all every play. And uh, for all I watched, I, I hear a lot of Fred Warner from the announcers when I watched a Niners game. I'm just gonna say Kittle. I mean, he battled on injuries. He came back. I mean, he battled on injury until week, looking last like week. eight or came back last week. Yeah, but he's only played in about like seven games. I mean, he's doing good from what he from what I'm looking at. He's had two. He's actually had a 183 yard game in one of the seven. So, I mean, he's putting up numbers when he needs to. He just they're not having a good year. I mean, a lot of these lower teams, it's hard to say the MVP because it's just, there's nothing really to say. Next is the Chargers. I, I think me and you both agree that Justin Herbert is their MVP for the season. Yeah. You could really split it between Keaton Allen and Justin Herbert. Um, Keaton Allen and Justin Herbert have really good chemistry, but I think Herbert really took the Fal- the not the Falcons, I'm the Falcons. Uh, the Chargers to the next level. I mean, 
they probably would have won like two games with Tyrod Taylor, but like they've won like six with Herbert. But it's close between Herbert and Allen because Allen he's played like a top five wide receiver this season, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, he's, he's having solid games. Uh, I just think it, I just have Justin Herbert because he's just leading the team. I think he's yeah, leading the team better than Tyrod Taylor would have. Herbert looks like a franchise quarterback in my eyes. Yeah, he's got crazy arm. He's got a really good arm for a really young kid. So Next is the New England Patriots. Okay, you know what? You know what? Hmm. My, my pick. Can you say yours first? I'm trying to look over it one more time. I can't really, like, I'm trying to think about it, but like, the only answer I can really find is Stephon Gilmore, even though he's having a down year this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's still Stephon Gilmore. Like, I can't really knock him for that. Yeah, I mean, he's Defensive Player of the Year winner. Still I mean, he's not year, every year, but I just think he's he's a solid player every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can put Jason McCordy up there. I mean... Not much. And Patriots only have like two good, like two good guys on their team. I mean, yeah, they still have Julian Edelman, but he's out this year. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about that one. That was so hard to talk about. Yeah. Next one's the Vikings. I'm gonna give it to Justin Jefferson because for his first year, he's popping the freak off, and. He already, got, he already got elected to the Pro Bowl, rookie mm-hmm. year. He's had four, five, six 100-plus-yard games. He's got one, two, three, four, seven touchdowns. He's doing well. He's put up so many good games. I mean, good for him. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with Dalvin Cook in this. I still think Jefferson and Thielen are great. Like, you could go either way with them. You could put any one of those three. Also, Daniel Hunter. You could put Daniel Hunter there. He's a stud. He's a powerful dude. Oh, my goodness. But, um, Dalvin Cook has single-handedly won games for the Vikings. And without him, I think the Vikings would be a lot worse of a team. And, um, he's easily a top three running back. I wouldn't say he's the best, but he's debatably the best. I'd put him top three. So, yeah, he has significantly beat the Packers earlier this year, which was depressing because you couldn't stop him. I mean, he's just an animal. In my fantasy team, I was in my fantasy league. I was going against him, and he had five touchdowns. I think it was or something like that. Yeah, it was four or five. It was crazy. All righty. For these last few weeks, for, I mean, this is for the Cowboys. These last few weeks, I'd put Tony Pollard up. Mm-hmm. But for the season, I'd probably put in Amari Cooper. Yeah. He's having solid games. I, I almost put in Ezekiel Elliott, but he's just not having those types of games. Tony Pollard, these last few weeks, because he's been balling out. He's actually helped them win one game. He had three touchdowns. Um, yeah, solid, solid stuff from Amari Cooper this year. Yeah, I could easily say I want. I would love to say Dak Prescott, but uh, sadly, his ankle. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I gotta. I could say Pollard, but I'm gonna go with uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with Amari Cooper too. Uh, I think he's having a little bit of a down year this year, probably because Dak's not playing. Yeah, he did better, but he's doing well. But uh. For what they well, what the Cowboys have been through, I think that Amari Cooper is still the main guy on this team. I think he is the MVP for them, in my opinion. Yep. Next is the Washington football team. I'm going to cut this straight to the point. I think it's Jace, Chase Young. He's led this defense to do great things this year. Yeah, I mean, he, he's really turned them around. Almost single-handedly, he's got. A, I've seen him on the sideline. They've got camera angles of him on the sideline, almost every game I see, and he's just hiding on the team, yelling out to the field to help out the team. I think he's a great leader, and he's helping that team a lot. 
Yeah, offensively, I'm probably going to say uh, Terry McLaurin and Alex Smith. Yeah. Because uh, like, without Alex Smith... Come back by the year, but whatever. They, without Alex Smith, they wouldn't be in the position that they're in right now. Definitely. But Chase Young, I have to go with him because he has just made that defensive unit just... Like, he is the face of that defensive unit as a rookie, which is scary mm-hmm. because he's only going to get better from here, in my opinion. And... My God, Chase Young is the real deal, and he's going to be scary for years to come. Okay, my, my next, next is the Las Vegas Raiders. I have a toss-up kind of here. I got between Nelson Aguilar and Darren Waller. I mean, these past few weeks have been Darren Waller edging him. Uh, I'm going to throw both in there, actually. Just Darren Waller and Nelson Aguilar. They're both playing extremely well, especially Darren Waller. He's been having a huge games recently, helping them win. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with uh, Darren Waller on this one. Um, he single. He was the main reason why they beat the Saints. Mm-hmm. He... Um, he played great against the Jets, but it, it was the Jets. Um, yeah. He did really good against Miami, and he's easily a top two quarterback, debatably the best one. Although I think Kelsey's just a little bit better, but Waller is just amazing for you mean tight end, huh? You mean tight end? Yes. What did I say? Quarterback. Quarterback. My bad. Uh, tight end. <laughs> huh. Look, I'm a little bit tired, but uh, Waller is just crazy for his size. Things like six seven. And he just he can run like a, he's a receiver in a tight end's body, with yep. all the receiver with all the wide receiver pros, which is crazy. Like he's a matchup nightmare. Yeah, he's very agile. All right, next is the Cardinals. I think this is pretty obvious. You can throw Kyle Murray in there, but I have DeAndre Hopkins. He's having a good year. Mm-hmm. Just like every year. I mean, he's got crazy numbers this year, which is – I was expecting it. I mean, he's my MVP. Yep. Yeah, D-Hop's also my MVP. Um, I think without D-Hop, Kyler Murray would be having a much worse year and the Cardinals would be having a much worse year um, because I don't know why in the world you trade him. If you're Bill O'Brien, you don't trade a guy who's going to single-handedly change your franchise, which is crazy. And the Cardinals got away with a robbery and are probably going to get even better. And I think they're going to be contenders soon to come. Yeah, they're still fighting for a playoff spot this year. I think later on they'll be able to just snag it. Mm -hmm. Next is Chicago Bears. My MVP for them is Allen Robinson. He's not having a hard, like a crazy hard year, but uh, he's playing well. He's playing better than a lot of people in that team. <laughs> yeah, he's my MVP. Yeah, my MVP for them. You could say David Montgomery, uh, Allen Robinson, or Khalil Mack. Yeah, um, I think I'm gonna go with Khalil Mack just because without Khalil Mack, that defense would be a lot worse, and he brings just such a threat. To an offense, um, like defensively to an offense, um, man, he he's just a stud. Like I remember when they got him, I knew they were gonna get a lot better. Obviously, he's a, just a generational talent, and he's somebody that everybody wants on their team. But the Bears have him, and he's kind of rotting in Chicago because their offense sucks. Yeah. All right. Next is the LA Rams. This is kind of a close one. They have a lot of good players. I go Jalen Ramsey. Actually, um, I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna give it to Aaron Donald. Still. Oh, I've got Aaron Donald. I'm gonna give it to Aaron Donald because he's still up for Defensive Player of the Year, even though he's. Not even like having a breakout year, nothing crazy, nothing, nothing like being mainstream now. He's just playing his game and he's still up for defensive player of the year. 
So he's having another good year, of course. Yeah, I'm going to go with Aaron Donald as well. I think he should be the defensive player of the year, in my opinion, because for how much he gets triple blocked and all that stuff, he opens up so many um, opportunities for the defense just because he's such a big threat. And yeah, I've said that Kalomak is someone everybody wants on their team, which, yes, but everybody and their parents and their families when Aaron Donald on their team because he has speed, strength. He has everything you would want in a defensive mm-hmm. – someone on your front seven, which is – Yeah, he draws so much attention, yeah. He, I, that's all I can say. Like, he's just a stud. Like, he's – I think he's the, the best de- – he's the best defensive player in the NFL. In my opinion. Yeah. Him or Mac, yeah. I agree. My MVP for the Colts, which we're doing now, is Jonathan Taylor. Mm -hmm. Again, not another crazy year, but he's he's getting done for the Colts. Yeah, in his rookie year. I'm going to go with DeForest Buckner. Um, Yes, that's a good one, too. DeForest Buckner is just... He's just... He's another powerful guy. He's hes not Aaron Donald, but he's hes up there, and I think he's underrated. Like, people knew he was good on the Niners, but, like, I feel like the Colts didn't really know what they were getting with the Force Buckner when they got him, and I feel like the league didn't think that he'd make that much of an impact, but he's turned that defense into, like, a top unit in Indianapolis, and he's going to be holding, it, holding down the fort for many years to come in in Indianapolis for the Colts. Yes, sir. Next, we have the Cleveland Browns. I'm just going to say Baker Mayfield because he's a cannon of an arm. He He's a leader. I can see him on the field. He has that energy. And, yeah, I think he's a huge reason as to why they're doing good this year, 10-5. and five. Um, I'm going to go... With either Nick Chubb or Miles Garrett, um, he, the Browns have a lot of studs on their team, but Miles Garrett makes it hard for offenses. But I think I'm gonna go with Nick Chubb on this one because Nick Chubb can just run all all over any defense, um, and I think that like I know because Nick Chubb ran all over our defense last year. Um and this him and Kareem Hunt make a two headed monster and you don't really know how to defend either of them, but Nick Chubb I think is just the better out of them and Kareem Hunt or him and Kareem Kareem Hunt. And uh he's just hard to stop and he's definitely I think he's like a top five running back in the league, not top three, but you could you can debatably put him top three if you wanted to. But I see him top five. Yeah, top five. I I could I could squeeze him in five probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, next is Baltimore Ravens. Okay, so I'm in between two here. Mm-hmm. I'm in between J.K. Dobbins and Mark Andrews. No Lamar? Okay, okay. He's not having the year he was last year, so I can't really put him in. I'm going to give this to J.K. Dobbins because he's a rookie, and he's putting numbers up. And he, he's, a, he's a future for that team on the running back side. And uh, yeah, he's he's doing he's getting his, he's doing the job. He's doing good. Or I could do Trace McSorley. Yeah, and in the one game he played, he's looked like the goat so far. Here's an ACL. God. Uh, yeah, I was in, I think it was a yeah MCL or like a knee sprain, but that <laughs> sucks for him. But I have to go with Lamar just because without Lamar, we would not be where we're at right now. And, he, yes, he's had a little – in the beginning of the season, he – in the middle of the season, he's looked not like Lamar. But ever since that dump he took in the Browns game, he's looked great. Um, but it showed in the Steelers game where the, he wasn't playing that Lamar is needed for this team to win. And um, he's proven that ever since that game. And – 
he's brought them back to a potential playoff berth on Sunday, which is amazing. And I think he's having a amazing, or he's not having an amazing year. He's having a decent year. And I think he's the leader for this Ravens team. Speaking of needing to play good to do good, next is Buccaneers. I got Tom Brady because recently he's been playing a lot better, and so is the team. So I believe he's the whole reason for it. Because they were having a rough start, and he wasn't—he was having a mediocre year, and they were having a mediocre. The team was having a mediocre year too. So, and then he starts turning around, and they're starting to turn around. So I think he's the answer—not the answer. I mean, he's the—he's the base here. So whatever he does, I think goes. Yeah. I could say, yeah, I'm probably going to say Tom Brady, too, because um, he's been the main guy to get all the hate and criticism for their team, and he's, I think he's silenced a lot of their doubters because he's been been playing some great football recently. Mm -hmm. And although he's looked eh in some games, in these past few games, their offense has been clicking, and I think it's because of Brady, because Brady's finally understanding how their receivers and weapons play. And, yeah. All right, next is the Dolphins. My MVP for them, I would say Xavier and Howard. Do you agree with me? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Xavier and Howard's a stud. He's making plays. He's, he's, he's one of the top corners. There. Is he safe to your corner? I think he's a corner. I th- I think he leads the league in interceptions, but I might be lying. I think he does lead the league in interceptions or something. Yeah, he's he's, he's he a defensive player of the year candidate this year. And he's putting him out there. I've seen a couple of interceptions of his, and he's just like full straight dive. You know, I saw the one against the Chiefs where he one handed yeah. it. That was yeah. crazy what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Xavier Howard's complete stud deserves. All the praise he's getting because um, he's a great he's a great corner. Like what yeah. can I say? Oh, Next also for the Ravens, you could put Marlon Humphrey too. I forgot about Marlon Humphrey. He's debatably the best corner in the league, in my yeah. opinion. But yeah. Next, I for the tit- Next is the Titans, Tennessee Titans. I believe we both should have Derrick Henry here. Um, I actually have AJ Brown. No, I gotta go with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry opens up so much for that offense, and without Derrick Henry, I think Tannehill does worse. It was evident in the Packers game. Yeah. Um, but uh, man, this guy is crazy. And and at the one of the articles I looked at for the research here, just to make sure that even though I knew Derrick Henry was there, of course I showed a picture of him running all over the Ravens. Which, uh, yeah, <laughs> makes me sad, but he's awesome. I got to give him all the props in the world because he's he's amazing, just complete stud. He's like an offensive Aaron Donald. Yeah, you know, like open up holes and stuff. Yeah, like I think everybody wants a Derek Henry on the team because he he does so much for their offense, and it's crazy. Look at the dog. <laughs> Alrighty, next. Next. Next, we have the Seahawks. For the Seahawks, I just throw DK Metcalf in. He's the most, I think he's the most athletic, most athletic guy in the NFL. Especially after he hunted down Patrick Peterson. <laughs> was that Patrick Peterson? Uh, I was thinking it was Baker. Buda Baker, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always get this two mixed up, but uh. Yeah, I mean he's the most athletic guy. He's put up so much. He's put up great numbers this year, and he's my MVP for them. Not Russell Wilson because I don't think he's having as good as a year as he should. Yeah, I'm split between Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf. Although Jalen Ramsey made DK Metcalf his son. Um, I have to give it to Russell Wilson, man. Like, the stuff that he does, his line is not that great. Um, mm-hmm. His defense hasn't been that great all year. I still think That's... DK Metcalf's e- – you could easily put take him too, but Russell Wilson just adds another layer to that team, especially how, how he can improvise plays and stuff like that. But DK Metcalf, I don't think – I think Aaron Donald's the most athletic player in the NFL, but DK is definitely top three most athletic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll allow it. 
Next is New Orleans Saints. I got Alvin Kamara. He's putting up numbers. Yeah. I, mean, I really got nothing else to say. <laughs> yeah, the six-touchdown game proves yeah, everything. Proves it all. He's, he's another Christian McCaffrey. But, um, man, Drew Brees loves Alvin Kamara. Yes, definitely. I would have said Slampoy if he had a if he wasn't injured for like ninety five percent of the season. Yeah. I don't know how he would have played. But if it was last year, I would have easily said Slampoy. But it's gotta be Kamara this year. Kamara's balled out. He's he might be the best running back in the league, debatably. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Next we have Pittsburgh Steelers. I I'm actually kinda of torn on what to do here. Um I'm gonna go T J Watt. Elaborate. Um, he adds another level to that defense. Um, he just burns through blocks, and uh, him and Bud Dupree. Although he's, he, I think he's had a maybe like a little bit of dip in production since Bud Dupree tore his ACL, sadly. But man, I hate T.J. Watt as a Ravens fan because he's a bad man. Yeah, he tears through lines. I'll throw T.J. Watt in there too. He's a powerful dude, just like his brother. That, that whole family's full of studs, man. I think his brother's on the Steelers. Derek Watt. He's a fullback for the fullback. Yeah, Steelers, yeah. which is crazy. Can you imagine having three brothers in the NFL? I'm pretty sure their parents are thanking God right now. Yeah, well, they're definitely raining in the money. Know that. Yeah, yeah, they got a lot of dough. Yeah. All right, next, number three, we got the Buffalo Bills. I have Josh Allen. I'm not saying anything else. I just have Josh Allen. I have Josh Allen as well. It's pretty self- <coughs> self-explanatory. Um, <coughs> it easily puts Stephon Diggs there because Stephon Diggs is having, he's had a great, great year this year. I think he leads the league in receiving yards. I yeah. Think. I, I think it's receptions. I believe it's receptions. Yeah. Like, yeah. he has given the Bills another step, but if it wasn't for Josh Allen, Josh Allen has looked. Amazing. He looked. I don't even know how to describe it. Like, he looks like he looks like a god out there mm-hmm. throwing the ball. And he's almost like a slightly worse version of Patrick Mahomes with little worse weapons, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like if he had, the, I feel like if he had Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill... Uh, you know, people like that. I think he could do the same, in my opinion. Yeah. All, all he has is Stephon Diggs, and then he can hand the ball off to Devin Singletary. I mean, and Nicole Beasley, but I mean, he's like 32. Yeah. All right. Next, number two, we have Green Bay Packers. I have Aaron Rodgers. He's literally well. in the MVP race of the whole league, so I can't say anything. He's having a crazy year at 37. I don't know the exact stats of him. But his touchdown interception ratio was nuts. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You could 44 say touchdowns, five interceptions. That's great. Five interceptions on the entire year. Yeah. Jeez. He got one last game, but but yeah, he's five interceptions on through sixteen game or fifteen games. Fifteen games. So that's pretty good. Um good God. And then forty four touchdowns. You know, if he were the same age as Josh Allen, I'd be like, okay, this kid's good. Like, just yeah. like Josh Allen. But he's 37 years old. He's been doing it forever. He's 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 going for his third MVP season. And I uh, I believe he has – I believe he's a front runner, but who knows? Who knows who will vote for it? No, not the media because they're probably going to give it to Mahomes because the media loves Mahomes. Yeah. But I think – I think Aaron Rodgers deserves it. You could easily put Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, or Dante Adams. Yeah, Dante Adams. I, I was close on that, but I mean, like, he's in the MVP race, so I couldn't really, like, oppose it. Yeah, like, Aaron Rodgers is the front for the MVP, so, like... If Mahomes wins, if, Pat, if, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw two to three interceptions in this last game, if he has a good game last game, and Mahomes wins, I will be livid. I'd be pretty mad, too, because I think the media loves Mahomes way too much. He's like the LeBron of the NFL. 
Like yeah. they'll post him doing like they'll probably post him just like eating food. They post him throwing first downs. I'm like, what? Yeah, he's he has like a barely angled throw here, and and they post it on ESPN like he just made some crazy throw. They'll be like, oh, it's at approximately a 45 degree angle. He made, he made this in his final drive against the Falcons while they're up by three points. Stupid. Yeah. Then we have the Chiefs. Then we have the Chiefs. I'm going to give it Patrick Mahomes still because he's also, in my opinion, second in the MVP race. And uh, he's also having a really good year still. So. Yeah, I have to give it to Mahomes. Um, he's leading the league in passing yards. He's 38 touchdowns, six interceptions. So a little bit worse than Aaron Rodgers, but more passing yards. I don't know how much that matters, but uh, yeah. Yeah, got to go with Mahomes on this one. It's pretty easy. Like, without Mahomes, the Chiefs would be a lot worse. But even with Matt Moore, they won two out of three. So, yeah, they, they can get the job done with a different quarterback. I just think he's helping them out way, like, a lot. Yeah. I agree. And I think, oh, also, if Aaron Rodgers has a good game in Week 17 and Patrick Mahomes wins, after sitting in Week 17, I will be legitimately livid. Yeah. I'd be pretty mad, too. I'm not even a Packers fan, but I think Aaron Rodgers deserves it this year just because Mahomes has – like, he's played good. Like, <laughs> played good is an understatement, but he's played enough to be the second yeah. in the MVP race. I don't think he deserves to win it. If they gave it to him, I'd be kind of mad, too. But, yeah. All righty. That's all for our coverage of Episode 8. Well, we said it was going to be a short episode, but – uh. Those MVPs took forever. Yeah. My idea. My bad. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah, but thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, we will see you on the next episode. Peace. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode 8 of the 4 Sports Podcast. Have a good one.